the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, back to Lifeline. Yes, we are. We're on the other side, you guys. On the other side with a whole hour to go. And um, again, one 367 5329 is the number to reach me if you want to call in with a question, comment, observation, what have you. one 367 5329 And let me see, is Mark still online, number one? Let's see if we can grab him for a moment before we move on. Mark, are you there? Mr. Mark, 2640419, if you need your carpets cleaned. Now, um, that paper hey Mark, you were reading. Mark, I, Mark. Yeah. Don't ever do that again. I promise. Yeah, don't now, ever do that. That paper you. Now, now so what do you want to talk about? Re- the paper you were reading on the radio, I gave to uh, Allied Universal where I work my other jobs. If you don't want your carpets cleaned, um, I, uh, all four of the bosses did not want to sign it. And Allied Universal is not requiring us to get the vaccine at this point in time. However, they are snooping around, interested in if you have been vaccinated, when you were vaccinated, which vaccine you got. And they furthermore stated that we, if the post we are on, if management only wants vaccinated guards, then you won't be able to work at that post. And uh, I was listening to uh, Lindell TV today, and uh, they were interviewing Dr. Tenpenny, and she said, I would not even shake hands or touch in any way a vaccinated person because you can transmit. They found no, out you can transmit. I don't buy that, and you're not going to be able to spread that. Uh, Dr. Tenpenny is cool, but she gets into trouble sometimes with her, her hypotheses. I'm, we're not going to spread that on the shelf. Right. She has well, to prove that. Hold on, hold on. She, uh, Mark. When she make when they make that kind of assertion, they have to give evidence. You can't just you can't be an echo chamber for everybody that states something and then you don't have evidence for it. We're not gonna do that here. That's just not gonna happen. First of all, you're not gonna shamelessly plug your company before even properly presenting yourself to the listeners. They don't want to hear you come on giving your number about a carpet job when you don't even say, hi, I'm Mark. Uh, Before we start talking on the subject that I'm interested in, might I give a plug for my carpet company? That's just called being prudent. That's called being respectful. That's called being thoughtful. You're not going to do that. That's not helpful, man. It's not helpful for you. I guarantee you that. And then we're not going to just Dr. Tenpenny has made other assertions like that, too. And she has never, ever actually been able to give any evidence of that kind of uh, exaggerated concern. So we're not going to we're not going to create a panic or cause people to be uh, impacted by that one person's uh, concern about the capacity of the spread. Should it ever occur that somehow we're dealing with a major spreader of the uh, virus due to the vaccine, then we'll have that conversation, but we're not going to have it now. So what else would you like to talk about before I let you go? Uh, Jane Ruby, David Martin. How about uh, 
Mikovich, uh, Judy Mikovich. These are all doctors. I can mention a thousand of them uh, no, that are can't. coming out. And hold on, no, you can't. You can't mention a thousand, but we could talk about Judy. And what okay. would you want to say? You what would you want to say about her? Because I can tell you, Judy knows Tim Penny, and she would not openly affirm that statement that Tim Penny made because everybody is different, and everybody has different emphasis. She wouldn't do that. So what you what do you want to say about Miss Judy that would be worthy of our listener base learning something about Miss Mikovich? She's outstanding well, in my opinion because of her background and a lot of this, but we're not going to waste a whole lot of time. What would be the main thing you would want to bring to the table about her that you think well, people should want to know? She was uh, threatened to be fired by Dr. Fauci like 30 years ago. Uh, Judy Mikovich, she's quite a spunky. If you just type in Judy Mikovich, it'll come up. But, yeah, but you know, that's the, old the news, Mark. That's old news. Man, you don't have anything else to say. Boy, I got a whole lot to talk about for the rest of this hour. Well, if you'd stop interrupting me, I got a whole lot to say. No, I, I no, mean, no, did no. you see the interview no, on Lindell TV today with Sidney Powell and Brandon House? Because she was beating the crap out of Mike Pence, and I'm glad she did. You'll have to watch that interview on Lindell TV. Because Mike Pence is no Christian, man. That guy's a sorry traitor. What he did with Trump, he's a sorry traitor. That's who he is. He's not saved. Mark, that doesn't mean he's not a Christian. It has nothing to do with his Christianity. Just because you don't like the fact that he stood up with Trump toward the end of the election, that has nothing to do with his Christianity. You don't get to just call him not a Christian because you don't like him. That's shallow thinking. People do that all the time. Well, because he doesn't agree with me, he's not a Christian. That's I'm so glad Christianity is much more solid than what, whether or not you know people agree with with me. I don't, man. I'm so glad it's not based upon whether people agree with me or agree with you. It's, it's much more solid than that. From the beginning of the Christ, the apostles didn't agree with each other. The patristic fathers, the patristic fathers didn't agree with each other. The reformers agree. didn't agree with each other. Mar- uh, 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 Luther, Martin Luther, had major battles with with uh, with um, with some of his 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 most ardent brethren. Major battles. So so don't don't I, don't start down that path, man. Give me one more thing. I'm gonna let you go because you start to just start to bother me because this is going nowhere. Well, uh, I remember I called uh, I called. Do you ever listen to KOMY 1340? Because I tried to become a talk show host there, and I I went in for the interview, and the, I told the girl there, I says, uh, you know, I'm uh, my first show is going to be on Tommy Robinson, you know, TR dot news the over there in uh, the UK. And she says, well, you know, we at KOMI 1340, you know, management has decided to kind of get away with, with uh, you know, politics, not talk about politics. And I just got up and left. I, I got up because I knew I wasn't going to be, they weren't going to tell me what to say on the talk well, the radio. Well, you know what? And, and, well, and, then this is what you better do because you don't, you don't have the, you don't have the discipline, Mark. You don't have the discipline to be able to work within the frameworks of an organization. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of people that don't have the discipline to work within the framework of organizations. Think about the vast majority of your life. You're an outlier. Uh, you, 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 you're constantly uh, challenging and pushing envelopes. You, you know that. 
So the likelihood that somebody's just going to put you behind a mic and let you talk to thousands of people about whatever you want to, and then somehow they can't somehow have a conversation with you, you're not going to be on anybody's program because they're not there to just let you run off at the mouth. Even I can't do that. Even I well, don't do that. you could if you wanted to. No, nah, not, not on KFAX. Not on KFAX. I wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, or any other station where they need to somehow monitor the content in a way in which it doesn't abridge your freedom of speech, but at the same time doesn't just allow you to bloviate all kind of ideas that are not interesting to the listener base. Now, the reason I'm still on is because folks like listening to me. I get that. And then I do. I do actually back up a lot of my my material with, with argumentation and, 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 and necessarily if I have to documentation. I, and I know that enough to to re, uh, understand I've been on for now 12, 15, 16 years, uh, you know, on this. And I'm, and I'm glad to be able to do this. I'm glad to be a contributing factor on KFAX. I'm glad the local Bay Area actually enjoys the content that I deliver. It's not about agreement. Uh, people don't have to agree with what I'm saying, but many of them benefit from my insight, my analysis, my assessment. And you really do have to be gifted to do this because a bunch of people out there think that the world is just waiting for them with bated breath for for them to be spoken to and they just fall by the wayside. So now if you're going to actually do something that's going to be substantial, this is what I tell everybody as well when it comes to ministry, because all kind of people have come to me over the years talking about wanting to be a pastor. I'm called to preach. Well, if you're called to preach, two things will occur. You will demonstrate the capacity to soundly exegete God's word, and then people will want to be able to listen to you. If you can't do either of those, you are not called to preach. You you might be called to something else, but you're not called to preach. Look, I got to take a hard break. Thanks for the call. Maybe next time, be more prepared with your topic, all right? This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. We got a whole 45 minutes to go. Four lines are open, one 367 I'd love to hear from you if you have actually taken the vaccine or know of a loved one who has and has suffered mild, hopefully only mild, uh, adverse effects. one 367 We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back to Time 622 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Um, half an hour to go. And before we go to the phone lines, I just wanted to quote that article that I uh, made a mention of concerning young people. CDC, that's uh, supposedly the Bible for facts for people who want more of a, you know, what we would call a data point argument for our assertion, finds more cases of heart inflammation than expected in vaccinated young males. I'm going to say it once again. CDC finds more cases of heart inflammation than expected in vaccinated young males. The heart is inflating. Notice how they put the, uh, the article. More than 1,200 1,200 cases of heart inflammation in adolescent and young adults following Pfizer's uh, or Moderna's COVID vaccine have been reported to health authorities in the United States, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention of CDC, as of June 23rd. Now, actually, there's many more that have had these problems. The bulk of the reports reports submitted to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, which is what I was saying to you, where you should go if you want to begin to get some information about the injuries. 
a passive reporting system run by two top health agencies dealt with uh, myocarditis or pericarditis experienced after a second dose of a messenger RNA-based COVID-19 vaccine. Of the 1,226 reports of post-vaccinated heart inflammation, a jump from less than 800 uh, to 827 were for myocarditis and pericarditis after two doses. Another 267 were after a first dose. The rest were reported after an unspecified dose. And then the CDC began to talk about their concerns about it. And you just need to know these are factual realities. The young people are having serious, serious issues around this too. I heard a conversation again with Dr. Robert Kennedy and a parent whose two sons played basketball. One of them took the vaccine and a parent appeared to be fine. The other one took the vaccine and it almost killed him. Uh, heart inflated, unable to breathe, lethargic, and just he's been on a slow, gradual recovery from the impact of the vaccine. And they know it's the vaccine and they're not sure if he'll uh, ever get back to normal. And that's because every human being is different, you guys. You can't have this like one shoe fits all system and somehow it's going to work for everybody like everybody is the same. We're not. This is what makes this stuff so dangerous in the wild. It's hypothetical and theoretical in a kind of closed space when you deal with numbers and and controlled uh, species. When you get out into the real world, it's something else altogether. And that's what they're finding out. And this is why they're not allowing the information around the injuries to be in real time, because the American people would be even more alarmed than they already are. All right, let me go to line number one and talk with Alisa in San Leandro. Alisa, are you there? All right, Elsa. Elsa in San Leandro on line one. We probably are having some problems. Hello? Hi, is it Elsa or Alisa? Alicia. Alicia Roundtree. Alicia Roundtree. I love that name. What's going on, my yeah. friend? In Vallejo, I just happened to catch your broadcast when I was driving home from work, and I was like, oh, Lord, let me just stay on here so I can get this information. This is very important information, and your your presentation of, you know, presenting it in a real-life uh, scenario and situations was great because I've heard none of this, especially about the employer rights yeah. that they, and options that they have if an employer is recommending or starting to move a little bit more assertively about taking the vaccine. Correct. And something about an article that you mentioned that you were reading from, is that available? Is it that I could print it out somewhere? Absolutely. If you want to, oh you can take my email address and I can send it to you. I can forward it to you probably oh, while yeah. I'm um, So if you have a pen and paper, do you have that? Yes, I, I'm ready. Yeah. So it's uh, all lowercase GBC, girl, boy, cat. GBC. Uh, those not, yeah, those are not politically good terms today, but girl, boy, cat, Hayward. Hayward, girl boy, boy cat Hayward at gmail.com. Hayward. Yep, at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Yep, gmail.com. If, you, if Alicia, if you just email me shortly, it will be uh, sent over to you, um, you know, briskly after, uh, after you send it over and we'll make sure you get it. That would be my contribution to you. And you know what? I appreciate your call because. There are a lot of people who listen like you do, even inadvertently for the first time. It's your first time listening. 
Yes, it is. Usually I catch you later or earlier at different times of the day, but I just happened to catch you today coming home from work. I was on Highway 80, and I was like, Lord, just let me stay on here and get the information. And I heard you make the initial announcement about, you know, emailing you, but I couldn't sure. write it down because I was driving. I was like, oh, Got shoot. It. Got <laughs> it. No, 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 no. That's, that, that's cool. Uh, that's really cool. Um, but, but what's compelling you to want to actually get the information? Are you up against a, a concern like that? Yes, because I have not taken the vaccine, and I've had a lot of reservations because I just felt that the trials themselves were being conducted on the population as they were given them. But I, I, I couldn't prove that. I couldn't prove it. <laughs> Hold on, Alicia. That's not uh-huh. a proof. That's that's a fact. This is not yeah, a proof. Yeah, it's a fact. You and I are dealing with what is called an emergency use authorization. It is not validly called a vaccine yet. They're in the third phases. They want to quickly push this into vaccine acceptance, except here's the problem. The moment that it actually is substantially validated as a vaccine, then big mm-hmm. pharma can be sued. Uh, companies can be sued if people are injured. While it is mm-hmm. in EUA mode, nobody can sue. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to go to court. And so I'm going to send you this information over. I'll send you a few other things over so you can actually be armed to know. And, and note that um, simply being wary and concerned and reserved is not a sin. It's not a crime. You're not at fault. You're not a lesser citizen. Don't buy into any of those kind of uh, covert implications. It is completely wrong for our media and our government and common people uh, on the street to imply that somehow those of us who are concerned about this protocol are uh, somehow uh, lesser citizens or unwise. That's utterly ridiculous. And the the vaccine injuries are going to prove that when you get a chance to look at them. But this okay. is abs- but this will actually help you as well in terms of your uh, being more informed about your power and rights as a citizen. That's what I wanted to know. And I, I just heard you uh, say a couple of operative words. And I said, Lord, you said use wisdom. And I said, I'm not I'm not going to respond to that. Um, push button or assertiveness, you know, everybody's taking it and, you know, it's fine. It's 90, 99% safe. And I was like, mm, but something in my spirit kept saying, no, no, no. Listen, you're paying attention to the right thing in your spirit. It's called intuition. And we, yeah. we never respond. He that hasteth with his feet sinneth. That's what the proverb says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So don't don't mm-hmm. be in a hurry to don't be in a hurry to do anything but worship God. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Oh boy, I tell you, this is a, such a blessing to me, and I just thank God that He has gifted you with the ability to speak to to us, His people, and to the community at large, as they will hear, really hear. So I'm um, thankful. I said I'm gonna stay. On, I said I'm gonna stay on this line until I get on the line. <laughs> I appreciate that. And, and God allowed you to, he really did allow you to do that. I really do appreciate that. that um, uh, listen, the, the Lord bless you at any time in the future, you know, call in if you happen to be home before the show is out. And uh, cause we're just trying to continue to have a conversation while freedom of speech is available for us. Yes. Yes. I hear you. And thank you so much. And may he richly bless you. He already has. And I just thank him that you are, um, diligent to know and to inform the people about how our system works. 
Absolutely. I'm, I'm, God I'm bless thankful. you. I'm thankful. I'm thank God bless you too. I don't, I don't want to take up more time. Let somebody else have a chance to talk. <laughs> all right. Talk to you later. All right. We're going to okay, take another you. hard break, pay some bills. All the lines are open. one 367 All the lines are open. one 367 5329. You guys can uh, give me a call if you want to. Um, we will take a break. We will be right back. Amen. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back. The time is 637 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. 20 minutes. If you want to talk theology, if you want to talk politics, philosophy, if you want to talk sociology, whatever, we can do that because we're all about relationship. We're all about thinking well. We're all about having the mind of Christ in this community, in this nation, in this world, which is a threat. When you think freely and you think independently and you think biblically, you are a threat to a society that is operating out of a kind of cloned, droned multitude following the voice, if you will. And this is what God had said in the book of Exodus. You shall not follow a multitude to do evil. He means for his people to always be thinking broadly, not merely rebelling against authority, but challenging to make sure that what they are doing is right and appropriate. And this is where our country, this is where our country needs to really think through its blessings. I wouldn't be able to do this if I were in Canada. They'd shut me down and put me in jail, right along with all the other pastors that are in jail in Canada right now for doing this. And my my brethren in Canada who keep up with us would let you know that quickly if they wanted to call in and confirm. I'd be in jail. Because for whatever reason, the Canadian Constitution is not in force in Canada. And the vast majority of your countries around the world are operating out of very uh, unlawful systems of governance where they are totalitarian. Um, it's a really sad reality. In any event, we are a constitutional country and we've had several hundred years of vital, vigorous law debate as the grounds of our progress as the founding fathers had it. Freedom of speech, freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, freedom to bear arms, freedom of religion. These are essential to getting at truth. When you hear people talking about the scientific data, Fauci, he is such a grand hypocrite when it comes to that, as well as the media, as well as the people whom Fauci is paying in this big umbrella and adumbration of the different institutions that are controlling the whole medical industry. It's really true. Do your research. And what I am recognizing is that those powers are greater than our government. They're greater than our government. These world institutions are greater than our government and they are in our government uh, uh, representatives pockets. And this is why they are not vigorously representing the people. The people on the ground have to maintain their freedom. You have to know your constitutional right, just like you have to know your rights as a Christian. You have to know your right standing in Christ. You have to know your right authority in the word of God. You have to know your right identity in Jesus and therefore your right to live according to God's mandates and dictates. And no one gets to just exercise and usurp authority over you when you are owned lock, stock and barrel by the son of the living God who died to redeem you and set you free. You don't just you don't just stick your hands out and let people control you 
like that. You don't do that. And, and, and the founding fathers were expecting men and women on the ground to stand up to their leaders when their leaders started becoming what Isaiah said in Isaiah 56. They're all greedy dogs loving to slumber and loving to sleep and will not bark when the enemy comes. And we have been infiltrated by Marxist socialist systems for decades now. And this is why our rights are incrementally being taken away, even being taken away before your face while the Constitution lays there dormant, while our Department of Justice, our CIA, our FBI, and even our uh, Supreme Court does nothing but make sure that its own interest is constantly in pl play, even at the demise of its own American citizens. Do your reporting. Uh, one very bold senator stood up just recently and, and made it clear to Congress that it has discovered factually that there were dozens of CIA, FBI agents, uh, DOJ uh, agents infiltrating these different groups that had planned on uh, entering into the Capitol on January 6th. In other words, they already knew what was going to happen, did not let the Capitol Police know what was going to happen so that they could reinforce it and stop it because they wanted an opt, a picture opt of that violence in order to take down Donald Trump, in order to continue to paint a narrative uh, to you in America that the imminent threat in America are these handfuls of people, Antifa and, and uh, I don't know what the names of these Caucasian folks that are standing up as well, uh, you know, if you will, um, being somewhat of a, 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 a quasi-terrorist group. You're going to always have these kind of fringe groups in a free country. We just need diligent law, as God's word says. You need you need you need law abiding citizens that hold our systems uh, accountable for doing the right thing. We've got good laws on the books. It's just that wicked politicians are, um, if you will, uh, milking the system and lying to us across the board here in California. It's extremely bad. It's just true. And you know what I'm saying is the truth. And one day I won't be able to say it without significant consequences. But several of you have asked for the employee employers uh, article and I've sent it over to you. Open it up and see if it is working where you can see the whole um, whole set of uh, pages. I think it's about seven pages. And if so, email me back and confirm that it opened up. And if you want it, you can email me at GBC. Hayward at gmail.com at GBC Hayward at gmail.com. I do not mind helping you understand what's going on. Let me see here. I'm going to try to get a call in Dan in San Francisco on line one. See if we can talk with you for a few minutes. Dan, are you there? Dan on line one in San Francisco. Yes, can you hear me? I can hear you now. How can I help you, sir? I'd like to share an article I read that was published by uh, Italian virologist in 2018. Who is that? And Who is that? Because I may have already done it. Who are you talking about? Uh, there's like five Italian virologists. They published a document called Flu, an Epidemic of Misconception. Yeah. How long is that article? You're not going to be able to sit up there and read for three minutes. No, no. I just wanted to share that with you so other people might be able to look into it. And, uh, and, and the article is called what? Flu, 
an epidemic of misconception. Yeah, I think I've read that article before, but you, you, what you're doing, Dan, is calling attention to the reality that there are a lot of virologists, a lot of scientists, a lot of doctors, and I think you would agree and confirm that they have been challenging this whole agenda from the beginning, wanting not only the American people, but particularly people in Europe. If you think some of us are standing up to this task, it is a major battle in Rome and Italy because they are actually really trying to lock into this new reset agenda of total control through vaccination. So that's probably where that particular frontline battle is coming from. You kind of broke up when you gave the little acronym. Can you actually illiterize? Can you just give us the letters of that particular article? Because flu, glue, true. We don't know what you said by that. Flu, Frank Lincoln Union. An epidemic of misconception. Got it. Got published, it. So what? Published, published in 2018. Yeah, okay, that was a couple of years ago. So see, they were getting at it right up front. And now you and I know that the main media outlets are not going to let that kind of information become frontline conversation because at that point, you got to have debate. And they don't want to have debate because they don't want to actually be exposed for being flawed in their premises. Hey, Jesse, thanks for your show, man. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, bless you, bro. Thanks for that article. I hope uh, I hope people get a chance to um, get a chance to look at it again. You guys, you're doing a yeoman's job of uh, seeking the articles. Um, keep keep doing it. Uh, uh, open them up. Make sure they open and then confirm with me that it opened. Um, that's that's all good. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Let me see. Dan in Sonoma. Sonoma. Let's talk to Dan in Sonoma. Oh, yeah. No, we got to take a break. We'll catch him on the other side. We'll be right back, you guys. And now back to Lifeline. All right. We are back on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Do we have Dan on? Um, Yeah, here I am. Hey, Dan, what's going on? I am supposed to take the train in approximately December, and I was wondering how to prepare regarding this emergency use authorization. I don't know the correlation between you taking a trip to Colorado and this EAU. What? What? Well, aren't they going to, like, they require you to have the vaccine if you're going to ride the plane? They probably require the same thing for interstate transportation. No, I don't know that. I don't know that. Do you know that? <clears throat> I'm asking. And I'm saying I don't know that. I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I've been flying planes and all I had to do was wear a mask. They're not telling me I have to take a vaccine. I don't, I don't believe that that is the case as of now. I don't, I don't believe that that's the case, but you haven't checked to see whether or not the trains are simply requiring masks. I'm going to go on the website and find out. That's what I really do want to know and I need to know because I don't want to be unprepared to do it. Well, a couple, a couple of things you can be sure of between now and December. One or two things will occur. We will have greater clarity on the severity of this uh, of this bre- uh, breakout, this epidemic between now and then relative to how wide we are open with our transportation systems, et cetera, or we will be in another clampdown. There are those who are in the field of virology who are who are wondering and concerned about by the time we get into October and November, we will be in another, uh, be threatened with another shutdown. And even now there are cases increasing across the nation with uh, the variants and stuff like that. So we don't, we don't really know. Um, we don't know if you, if any of us get tickets to go different places, 
uh, we got to be ready to either abort the mission um, or um, or comply. Uh, but you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to do anything with that, but either comply or abort if they told you the only rate where you can uh, ride the train is if you are um, <clears throat> if you're vaccinated. Um, probably one of the strongest uh, uh, institutes that will have an argument for uh, vaccination will be uh, travel travel industries because so many people are clustered together in small spaces for a long time. And I know you know that, but I, I think that there will be an argument for two things. Uh, natural immunity for people who've already had the uh, the the virus and have been over to, able to overcome it and build antibodies against it. That's going on in Washington right now by Rand Paul. He's arguing for that being a second second phase. And then again, um, testing, testing. If, if these companies want to make money, just test you. I mean, if, if you, if you test, you know, negative, then let the man pay us money and get on the, on the train. That to me, that makes all the sense in the world rather than just shut people down. That makes no sense at all. Unless somehow they're getting paid behind closed doors to continue this regiment of hurting people into, uh, the vaccine, uh, tent. So that's the way I, can I see. say something. I can say something else in regard to what you said, and I'm talking to a lady in Greece, and she says that you're still in Greece, not allowed to leave your house in Athens, and you still have to report in if you are if you're walking in the street, you got to wear a mask. So that's two things that is happening in the in the uh, country of Greece. Right, and it's happening also in Rome. I, I know that because we talk to people that are from Greece as well. But this is what I was saying about the Catholic Church being in on this big time at the top. Everybody knows there's been a big battle since day one between uh, Francis and and Vigiano and several other bishops who have exposed the uh, the corruption, the mafia corruption, the pedophilia, and all kinds of other very, very, very bad behaviors. In the uh, in the Vatican, and so yeah, there's a big battle on the ground with uh, with taking control of the citizens and, and the same kind of media hype that's going on here, but even more so there because they're smaller. Those are smaller states, so it's much easier to control them. Same thing is happening in Israel, although they're coming to discover that they they lock people down and vaccinated five million out of nine million, and they, now they're having an upsurge because of the variants starting to actually. Uh, work their way through people who have already been vaccinated. So they're not going to get away with, with with total control in the sense that one vaccine, we're good to go. No, people are going to have to continue taking vaccines permanently if that's the route that countries are going to submit to. And it's going to be problematic. It's just going to be it's going to be a problem. Hopefully we we won't end up having to succumb to that kind of radical uh, uh, agenda here in America. I hope not. Um, in any event, people can't The emperor can't has uh, no clothes, Pastor Jesse. The emperor has no clothes, and I don't know how long people get to see that. So, Well, uh, you, you can know in terms of uh, you can know in terms of, of history. You, you know, nations have been controlled by fear and masses of people have bought into lies out of self-preservation. That's simple. It's not hard. People calculate that if they comply, they're good, even if they have second guesses and and and, uh, and questions about what the government is doing. I was I, I talked about that in my opening monologue, the the ash experiment. You can get people to actually say 
something that they know is not true if what they say allows them to maintain uh, freedom from being punished. And that that's a lack of integrity. And that's that's dangerously where we're going in our country today. So I'm, I'm hoping that we will become better citizens before uh, this next experiment comes along and that we will rise up and demand that there is truly debate and discussion and science around these things because we cannot thrive in communities where there is no freedom. We've got to have freedom of speech. We've got to have freedom of assembly. We've got to have freedom of religion. We've got to have freedom to bear arms. We've got to be men and women of virtue. We cannot just capitulate. God did not make us that way. Um, so I'm hoping that I'm hoping that um, virtue wins out in the day over the weeks and months to come. Listen, thank you for the thank call. Thank you for this discussion. Thank you. Bless you. Bless you. Um, and for all of you who have uh, asked for that employee employer information, you guys are um, you're doing a yeoman's job of calling in. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to share this data with you so you can go to work yourself and and be ready to talk to your employers. The other thing that happens we're about to shut down is that employers will feel like they're empowered by the government. They will act like little petty uh, Lilliputians. That's the term for little demigods like rulers and, and slave masters. And that's a shame because employers are really called to be servants. They don't get to control your conscience and, and violate your conscience just over a paycheck. Uh, may God give us grace to not succumb to that kind of antichrist model that we've been warning against. Um, we need to have facts. It's really important. Just put them all out there and let the facts win the day. And, uh, as Jesus said, if you are my disciples, you will continue in my word. And you will know the truth. The truth will set you free. Till next time, God bless you. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications, all rights reserved. Music